Welcome to another episode of our Smart Money podcast series, presented by GNF Financial Group, empowering your life beyond banking. I'm Katie, your host for today's show, and with me is Raman Takar, an investment specialist with GNF and our partner, Credential Asset Management, Inc. Raman specializes in providing financial guidance and advice about investing and other strategies to help you achieve your financial goals. She has been a guest on our show a few times now. Welcome back to the show, Raman. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So today we're talking about how to do your banking when you're new to Canada. Raman is ready to share some key pieces of advice to help you get started setting up your bank accounts and saving plans. Raman, what do you imagine it's like for someone who first arrives in Canada and who's trying to establish their life and learn an entirely new banking system? There are so many new immigrants arriving to Vancouver daily, and it can be daunting to arrive to an unknown place and have to learn the basics of daily life. This can be especially difficult for someone who is still learning English and does not know how accounts and transactions work. They need clear and straightforward instructions. Although I am not a newcomer or immigrant, my parents were, and their struggle to get the right information is what I saw regularly. The lack in speaking and understanding the language fluently their first few years proved to be a big hindrance. My dad still speaks about qualifying for his first mortgage, which was a huge challenge. He had co-signed on a car loan for someone, and that individual didn't pay the loan back or notify him of the lack of payment. Despite having excellent credit himself and a good income, he found himself struggling to have a financial institution approve his first mortgage application as the defaulted loan showed up on his credit report. Thank you for sharing that story with us, Roman. Building a good credit score is one of the many things new Canadians need to get started with. But where do they start? The amount of information out there is overwhelming. Just search for Bank in Canada on the internet and you'll find so many options. So let's imagine someone has just arrived in Canada. What's the first decision they need to make before they deposit their money somewhere? First, in Canada, we have banks and credit unions, and it's important you know the difference between these financial institutions. Even though they offer similar services, there are some key differences. For example, protecting your money. With a bank, they insure deposits up to a maximum of $100,000. But with a credit union, they insure an unlimited amount of money. Choosing to deposit with a credit union will give you peace of mind knowing that your hard-earned money is 100% protected no matter what the amount is. Another difference between banks and credit unions is how they are run. Banks do not allow their customers to vote for their board of directors. A credit union has a board of directors that is voted for by the credit union members. So the decision-making remains member-focused and not profit-driven. Good to know. That's an important aspect to consider whether you want a stronger voice at your financial institution. So let's imagine I've chosen the bank or credit union I want to trust with my money. What do I need to think about next? You will need to open a bank account. If you choose to open an account at a bank, you will not have to pay anything to get that set up. If you decide to open an account with a credit union, you will need to make a deposit of $5 to purchase shares and become a member. Remember, this is an important difference between a bank and credit unions. As a credit union member, you have equal ownership and an equal say in how the credit union operates, no matter how much money you have in your account. You won't have that with a bank. 
That's very important to know, especially if I would like a more active part in the institution I'm trusting with my money. I understand that credit unions and banks basically offer the same variety of accounts, checking, saving, junior accounts, etc. Does it matter what type of bank account I open first? Yes, it is important to be aware of the types of bank accounts that are offered and how they function. A checkings account is for your day-to-day transactions, like paying bills, depositing a paycheck, and withdrawing money. You would use a savings account to save for emergencies or for short or long-term savings goals. I would not advise using a savings account for day-to-day transactions because there is usually a maximum number of transactions allowed in a savings account. And if you access the account too often, you will pay a fee. That makes sense. So a checking account is your everyday account. You would use that account for things like shopping for groceries or getting gas. Let's talk about saving for those big life goals. Canada has a unique way of encouraging its residents to save their money for education or retirement. Can you explain how that works? The Government of Canada offers a way to register your savings accounts. This is our government's way of encouraging us to save our money and prepare for our family's future. There are three ways you can save and also earn funds and tax breaks from the government. These are the Registered Education Savings Plan, the Tax-Free Savings Account, and the Registered Retirement Savings Plan. The Registered Education Savings Plan, RESP, helps you save money to attend college, trade school, or university. And within this plan, you could receive several government grants, such as the Canada Education Savings Grant and the British Columbia Training and Education Savings Grant. Families that have a net annual income below 42000 may qualify for the Canada Learnings Bond. I could go on and on about all the benefits of the RESP. Basically, if you're raising children in Canada, you should be looking into an RESP. Noted. And what is the tax-free savings account intended for? The Tax-Free Savings Account, or TFSA, is an excellent way to save money. If you are a resident of Canada and you have a social insurance number, you can qualify to open a TFSA. A great feature of the TFSA is you can use it as an investment vehicle. All income generated under the TFSA is 100% tax-free and there are no penalties to withdraw money from your TFSA. And last on your list, the Registered Retirement Savings Plan. How does this plan work? The Registered Retirement Savings Plan, or RRSP, is there to help you save for retirement while also lowering your income tax payments each year. You can be eligible for a RRSP if you have earned income in Canada, such as a net rental income or full or part-time employment. Having a RRSP is a good way to prepare for your retirement, but you need to be aware that once you deposit money into the RRSP, you are best to leave it there until you retire or you will face higher taxes. Great advice, Raman. I encourage our listeners to listen to our other podcasts where we describe these plans in detail. See our playlist on SoundCloud or Spotify. So, Raman, I've opened my bank account. I've chosen to start saving money, perhaps for my child's education and for my own retirement. I may have some funds left, and I'm thinking about investing. What are my options? There are many options to help you save and grow your money. Investment choices include guaranteed investment certificates, also called term deposits, and market-linked term deposits. A credit union, such as GNF Financial Group, partners with Credential Asset Management, Inc., which gives you access to mutual funds 
And at Credential Securities, you can have access to stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. I recommend that you speak to an investment specialist or financial planner to determine which type of investment is right for you, as these products yield different results and may not be suitable for all situations. A financial planner can also give you advice on building credit, achieving financial security, purchasing a home or vehicle, and more. At GNF Financial Group, it's free to meet with a financial planner or an investment specialist like me to start planning your financial goals. Roman, this is really useful information and advice for a person or family trying to navigate the Canadian financial system. So where do you fit within the process? When would a new Canadian talk to you and how would they do that? Where I fit in is if someone would like to get started with investing, they would meet with me to discuss their options. I welcome new Canadians to meet me. I am happy to provide the correct information and guidance you need to establish your life here. It's a great country. There are many benefits to living here. It just takes some time to get used to our financial system. Roman, thank you for taking the time today to help new Canadians understand the basics of banking here. It was my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you to everyone for listening to this podcast. If you have questions or comments about this podcast, you can contact us through our website at gffg.com or call us at 604-419-8888. Are you ready to learn more? Visit us on SoundCloud or Spotify for great tips on everything from RRSPs to investing and more. Subscribe to GNF's channel and if you're so inclined, rate the show. We'll be back soon, helping you gain financial well-being with another Smart Money Podcast. Mutual funds are offered through Credential Asset Management, Inc. Mutual funds and other securities are offered through Credential Securities, a division of Credential Q-Trade Securities, Inc. Credential Securities is a registered mark owned by Avisa Wealth, Inc.